Well, what's up? What's up? What's good? It's good to be back. It is. It is. How many times do you think we've said that? It's good to be back. Good to I be think back. you say it every episode. Every episode. <laughs> it's good to be back. What episode are we Nothing on? Nothing. You say something. I can't breathe. <laughs> Why can you not Are you afraid breathe? to breathe? No. I'm I'm still trying to recover from Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. All right. They say you gain five pounds over Thanksgiving. Uh, Are you an overachiever? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I actually didn't eat a lot this Thanksgiving for some reason. Did you not? I didn't. Now I did go on a cruise and gain fifteen pounds, but yes, he did. Not this, not there's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Not no. Oh, oh, oh. no 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 no. He's no. just talking about his eating problems. <laughs> <laughs> I do have an eating disorder. <laughs> I really feel like I do. <laughs> I had a. Oh, Thanksgiving. I didn't hardly eat anything that good on Thanksgiving Day. Oh, yeah. We still had to take Zeke to the hospital, so I didn't, we didn't have any food. It felt so weird. We was talking about it the other day, or yesterday. I mean, not for y'all yesterday, but for us yesterday. And uh, it was like, this does not even feel like Thanksgiving. So you ate. What did you eat? What was your favorite thing you ate? Mm. Come back to me. I got a lot. Oh, of my goodness. Favorite thing I ate? Every time we go to something like food or something like that, he's always hey, like, he's, he's, hey, he's hey I told, I told someone the other day. I told yeah. someone the other day. <laughs> this is like, there's two things in life that I'm very passionate about. Food? Preaching and food. If you want to talk about preaching, we can talk all day. If you want is to talk it in about that food, order? We can talk all day. Yeah, it depends on the day. <laughs> depends on the day. I was going to say, your reaction, like your, your answering to food is like me trying to answer rapid fire. Yeah. I'm terrible at rapid yeah. fire. Oh, 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 you're terrible. Okay. That's your favorite food. What favorite food? From Thanksgiving. From Thanksgiving. Oh, it's my mama's baked beans. Like always, or were they like oh, were they it's okay? Always, yesterday? It's yesterday? Well, see, Dad, it was a little bit different yesterday. Mom's where she's sick. Yeah, she's having a hard time cooking. So Dad had to do the cooking, and Mama just told him how to do it. Oh, were they good? I thought they were good. Yeah, they're not as good as Mama's. I know, but oh my, they, they were good. <laughs> so I had to go always. I mean, she even saves beans. me baked beans. Here's they're the very deal, special though. baked beans. Yeah, Put bacon, I, I get that. You get and bacon on top of them? Oh no, it's completely different. Oh yeah, you I don't want to. you don't want bacon on them. So they're just good by themselves. They're that good. Here's the deal, though: baked beans are terrible. Oh, I don't know face. about those baked beans. I love baked but beans. But I hate baked beans. Now, Daddy made like pinto, some last Saturday like, a, that was hot. It's a disgrace to pinto beans. No, it says it's completely different. It's not I know. the same beans. But it looks like them. I'm not able to like, go to eat them, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be so good. And I'm like, yeah, I eat them the same way. I put, man, put, uh, a, put a spoonful of mayonnaise right in the middle Okay, of we got to change Ooh, the topic. What was your... That's gross. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to throw it. Hold, You put mayonnaise... No, 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 no. Let's don't talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. That's baked beans? Oh, yes. Look. We all know, you no, all know. Time out, time out, time out. Our Heavenly Father, we come for you. He is a moron. <laughs> Look, what I was going to say is we all know at this, these tables, and those that's listening and watching, they all know he's a little strange. He's our yeah, freak. They, they do that. Super they freak. Super so, freaky. <laughs> oh my that's for all the old people out there. Do you know? Do you know your favorite? Yes, I know exactly what Go my ahead. favorite. Okay, my favorite thing you had yesterday, not Thanksgiving yes. food, what you had yesterday. My favorite thing is my Uncle Randall, he fixes a turkey that is the best turkey in the world mm. deep fried yes mm-hmm. really? deep fried he he puts it there's a something called wild bob's turkey seasoning i've heard of this yesterday I know. somebody wild, talked about it dude yes. it is it's the greatest season in the world the mm. greatest season in the world i think christmas it, is the greatest season of the world this is true <laughs> tis the season going, sorry i'm sorry that was, i'm gonna give you some season a little bit of salt and a little bit of pepper mm. <laughs> That was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. That was worse anyway. than my joke. <laughs> <Mustang and> Sally. <laughs> Dude, so he, he coats it in that wild Bob seasoning and lets it sit for three days and then deep fries it. It mm. is, it's not dry. It's crispy on the outside, moist and so juicy on the inside. Turkey. It's amazing. Who's wild Bob, though? 
Wild Bob. You don't want to know. This guy is wild. You don't. I do know who Wild I Bob mean, is. Hey, you, well, you just call him Robert, and then he just got a little crazy. Yeah, he just so got wild, wild Bob. <laughs> what was your favorite thing you had yesterday? Sweet potato casserole. Mm. Yes. With, I figured you some with, it, with double topping. Yes. Oh, yeah. You're, you got to double the topping on it. Oh, my wife. And it was, you know. <laughs> cut out half of the sweet potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cut out anything that was healthy. <laughs> we're, we're still in the camper. So oh, the, the our Thanksgiving wasn't normal. Because yeah. usually right. my wife does all this stuff, which we didn't. We worked all day, and her mom uh, actually cooked, and Heather done a few things. Yeah. But she done the sweet potato and a cast iron skillet yes. in the little bitty uh, oven in the camper. And yes. She was a little bit worried about it, but it was really, really, really good. That's cool. It was really good. It's ministering to my soul. My I love favorite sweet thing casserole. is my grandma, Simpson. I didn't get to go to their house, but she sent some home. She makes the best. And when I say the best, I mean it. There's no challenge in it. I've ate tons of desserts. The best chocolate cake ever. It it's is like phenomenal. 27 layers of chocolate, and I'm. It's 27. It's not quite that many, but it's a lot. It's 14. It's all. It ain't that many, but it's a lot. Yeah, because it's more than that. the okay, original recipe calls for 14. She makes it with seven. I, and I'm telling you, like the chocolate icing. So we went from 28 to 14 to seven. If you give it a minute, it's gonna be a three layer cake. Probably. <laughs> hey, you just <laughs> hang on a second. They're all. Okay, listen, mayonnaise all and baked beans. All multiples of seven, so it's <laughs> True. 28, 14, seven. But anyway, we just missed 21. But it's the best. Y'all like the chocolate iced uh, Krispy Kreme donuts? Do you like that chocolate? No, I don't. Do you like that? Oh, yeah. Yes. I promise you, I'm not being funny. I think I've had her. I think I've had it. Well, it... It is the I best, but I'm not sure. <laughs> it's my grandma Simpson's. Oh, cake. Simpson. I was yeah. talking about Barker. Okay. Yeah. She made something. Get out of here, mayonnaise and baked beans. Yeah. <laughs> but that donut, the donut on, from Krispy Kreme, the chocolate icing, uh-huh. it's like your whole cake is covered in that type of icing. Oh, I got you. Completely off lying. topic. Whole cakes? Oh, those are great. Never had one? A whole yeah. cake? We call them a yeah. pawn bread. Well, yeah, hey, we'll take it anyway. I don't even know what you're talking about. I can't say it on biscuit. the podcast. Oh, yeah, like that Hillbilly Hideaway? Yeah. No, 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 no. Ain't that a hoe cake? No, yeah. that's a fried biscuit is basically mm. what that is. I no, thought I heard no. somebody call it. Tell, me, say tell me more about this fried biscuit. You've never been, you've never been to Hillbilly Hideaway? Hillbilly Hideaway? Have you never been to Hillbilly Hideaway? I don't think so. I've never been there. I think last time we went, I wasn't there. In the middle of nowhere. It's in the middle of nowhere. Did you just say the last it's, time we went, I wasn't there? Was <laughs> the last time we went, I wasn't there. It's like the Daniel Boone Inn. They have, you know, it's a family style. Yeah, they just bring it to the table. They bring what they, they have. The ribs. I, I was not a big fan because it's spare ribs. And right. it's like a lot of gristle and fat on them. Spare yes. is not as good as baby back. No. But. But they are good. They're good they spare ribs. Favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like, um, we got to get our food. But it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's I mean, Thanksgiving. It's, let's talk about food. Um, it's Thanksgiving. The day of forgiveness. It's the day after. What is the place I love so much in at Myrtle Beach? Paula Dean. Yes. Paula Dean. Yes. Paula uh, Dean. Uh, I love Myrtle Beach is better than Pigeon Forge. We should take. It's, it's always been better to me. If you we ever should done, take an Amen Corner trip to if, Paula Dean's. Have you ever done the breakfast at Paula Dean's? Yes. It's not as. It's great. It's not, it's as, not good as good as, as the supper. supper. Go for supper. The it's supper. I would love to have some of their fried chicken right now. Oh, their yeah, fried yeah, chicken yeah. is That's amazing. The best. It's the best chicken. fried chicken I've ever it's had. It's the best. So oh, I disagree yes. with that statement. What's that? Any fried chicken. I've never had a bad I bad chicken. I have. I have. But you'll never have it <laughs> yeah, at Paula Dean. No, you won't. No. And it's so good. But anyway, oh, and their cheese biscuits. Oh, at, yeah. And then oh, you yeah. go down east, they're gonna, you're going to say cheese biscuit. All right. It's totally different. We're right? out. We're going to eat. See y'all. See ya. Deuces. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> dear Lord, he got so excited he threw his microphone. <laughs> his headphones <laughs> went airborne. There's a microphone in there. Somewhere.
There is a microphone in these headphones. You take the cord out. Do Your microphone works. I'm not hungry right now because I just had the best meal in. I don't know if I should say this because I might hurt somebody's feelings. No, I'm say, say it anyway. It, the best meal in Elkin, North Carolina. Uh, Did you go to uh, Chick Fil A again? No. Mazzini's. <laughs> Mazzini's. He's on a kick. I've been on it for a year. Yeah. Mazzini's, Mazzini's Philly cheesesteak. Was it good? They're Philly cheesesteak. And you get is. it with extra steak, and it is unbelievable. Well, you have right, so you wait a minute here. Help me order it. Because okay. I need something to eat when we leave here. It's amazing. He has to get it with extra steak because he doesn't get anything else on it. Cheese. Yeah, but no peppers and onions and no mushrooms. <laughs> oh, you don't get peppers Cheese. and onions on? I don't like onions. I don't, like I don't really love peppers either. I don't like onions. No, that's what I'm going to get. I like now, now, I'll cook. Like, if I'm cooking beef tips at the house, I'll cook it with peppers and onions. But I don't want to eat it with peppers and onions. I got you. You just throw them away. Right. I don't. I hate the texture. You like my wife. She does the same thing. She wants it's a me to, texture thing to you, Annette. She yeah. wants me to cook like a hamburger steak with onions He's on top of that. it yeah. on the grill and, and then away. throw the onions away. So I just put them on mine. <laughs> a lot of women are. All right. Here's the deal. I don't know what y'all said, but I don't know if we need to repeat <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. So I'm going to change the subject. <laughs> yes. Rapid fire. It's time rapid for some fire, rapid, rapid fire. Rapid fire. I'm so excited. I, this is my favorite. Part, except for the spiritual talk of the Edmund Corner, I love <laughs> this. Is awesome right here. We might have to, we might have to go quick because we Dude. just spent ten minutes or something talking about food. All right, I thought a couple we were of them are quick. Jump. Food, rapid fire. You got pets? You didn't say your favorite. Oh Do yeah, I you had did. pets. Take, yes. Mind. No, no pets. You got pets? No. What? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. say no. Go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a. I'll, this my my whole goal coming yeah. to the Edmund Corner <laughs> table is to make him do that right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay You got a pet Yeah You have no pets Is that no the pets. rapid fire question Yeah do you have pets Yes What's your name What's her name uh, Tell us about Just uh, What is his name um, Yeah Don't Rocky. say Blake Rocky Don't say Blake <laughs> Rocky Rocky mm-hmm. What is he He's a boy <laughs> He's a mountain He's a dog He's a dog What kind of dog uh, He's a mutt, mutt. Uh, yeah. They're the best dogs They, they are. are They always come to the bench uh, Yeah We got pets yeah, two. It's a very aggressive. Uh, Not uh, Kyler though. <laughs> uh, we got God. Scout Mini, Scout Beagle, and a Weenie Dog. Mm, You'll never cool. guess which one's the Weenie Dog. Mini. Uh, yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next so, question. I uh, had a. We had a Weenie Dog one time when I was a kid. This it will was, be the last one I ever owned. Oh yeah. Well, this one was no, a dummy. Great. I was sitting there on the couch. Funny story. Funny watching story. a movie. Me and my sister Lydia and Justin. We was all sitting there. It was a friend of mine. Sitting there watching a movie, I was holding a weenie dog, and all of a sudden, <laughs> it peed oh, no. all over me. Oh no! I was maybe eleven. We had this dog. It peed all over me on the couch. Yeah, Ooh. I was. I'm 11. not gonna say Pretty I didn't disgusting. throw the couch, but I'm not throw the, the couch? throw the dog. I mean, <laughs> oh, I would have thrown the dog. Yeah, the dog. It was. Died. I was not happy. Well, we was I was dog. mad enough. I could have threw the couch. He was eleven. He threw the couch. <laughs> picked he just up picked the couch and <laughs> threw it. At the dog. At the dog. It was one of them little couches, like little big couches. Jeremiah, Baby sitting. Jeremiah, dial back your super strength. Can't show everybody. <laughs> anyway, we need to go ahead. All right. I think it's be fun. Would you ever be on a reality TV show? Yes. Which one? What? My own. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we was talking about like being on a reality TV show and like it's about me because I think the life of the Lails would be a very good reality show. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jack. Say what you want to. I'm just picking. Pretty I'm great. Gonna, I'm gonna say yes. I want to be on one of those Survivor shows. That's what I was gonna I say. Think yeah. We love Survivor. We're like Survivor oh, fanatics. Okay. I've watched it for 20 years. I want to be. No, on no, 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 no. I want to be on that Survivor. CBS Not, Survivor no, 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 with no. Jeff. No, I'm talking like Bear Grylls and 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 oh. less. Le- Hang on, is Meat Eater a, he, he a reality? I want to be Man versus Food. Ooh. Hang on a second. Is Meat Eater? 
Y'all, y'all seen Meat Eater, right? No. Yeah. No. Y'all have never seen Steve Ranella or whatever his name is? Is that the dude with the crazy hair? No. I'm, no, he usually has a hat on. Oh, okay. Dude, That's this why his hair's crazy. Awesome. No. No, I'm hooked on it. I would be on his show. But reality TV. I don't no. count. I don't count like yeah. those as reality. What about like that man versus reality. food? It's like man versus Real- food one? Like a reality, That's reality. Game show. Let's do a reality game show then. Okay, a reality game show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see what I can pull out of my sleeve? <laughs> <laughs> he had a dryer. <laughs> dryer sheet. Sheet. I was sitting there. I was like, "What is this?" And I looked down. And I'm like, "Oh wow, that's awesome." Oh, hang on a second. There. That is great. I think we should go to about ten seconds before y'all seen what I saw. <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, look at this." <laughs> anyway. That's what I saw. That's what I seen. Was those, you going? Oh man! And I'm like, I didn't know what, what he are they looking at? Well, he pulled a dryer sheet out of his sleeve. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Oh, so we turned into Mary Poppins over there. I mean, I guess I would be on that, but I don't know. You don't know. It'd have to be the right show. It'd have to be the right show. He wants to have his own show. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He said yes. yes, and you said yes. Yeah, I'd go on Survivor. Okay, continue. Wasn't yeah, I don't want to be on Survivor. All right. I, don't th- I don't think you'd make it. Would you win? Because <laughs> it was supposed to be a game show. Would you yeah. win? On a game show? <laughs> like a reality t- game oh, show. Oh, a game show? Like Family Feud. That's that not a reality. It's not a reality. I would want to be on Family Feud. I would Feud, want to be on Family Feud. I just want to meet I just want to meet Steve. Uh, Steve Harvey. Good old Mr. Harvey. We surveyed one hundred people. <laughs> oh, we got a family Some feud. of them get bad though. Some of those questions Some are like Well Well they're rough. looking they're trying to get you to oh, yeah, to step over yeah. that line yeah. or get as close to the line. Yeah. Some of them, you're right. Some, Some people don't know what the line is. But I'm here to tell you, the line the is a will, Some people, it is, and I will crack up at the video. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man. Poor can you? You pie. Yes. Poor. Yes. One and more. He said. Coupine. Coupine. Because he said name a uh, name a word comes that after starts pork. with pork. Pork. Yeah. And he goes. You pine. Good answer. Yeah. Or ways to say mother or something like that. It was like nani. Nani. Nana. Nana. Yeah, I've seen that one. God help her. Continue. My yes, favorite I would ones win. of the Steve Harvey ones is the one where they don't know the answers on the board. Yeah. You know, they've repeated an answer. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's up there. So yeah, I, I, guarantee it's up I guarantee you it's up there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got a clue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll live my favorite one. Next I one. don't know if I've uh, Another one. Um, I got about a 250 I found. I don't even know how many you've asked. I don't either. Two. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> all right. So, would you rather? Would you rather have flying abilities or super strength? Super strength. Super yeah. strength. Super strength. Flying. I, mean, no. I love flying because because if you can, if you got super strength, you can jump and practically fly. Yeah, it's like but Hulk. You can't fly. That's true. Gravity like is gonna take in play. Like Hulk. Eventually yeah, but if I can jump, in and he can't just admire. He's got to go. Where am I gonna land? Yeah, but it takes him a while. You got super strength. <laughs> What's the matter die? where you're gonna land? It don't matter where you're gonna land. If I can jump from here to Wisconsin, why do I need to fly? Exactly. Go ahead. One more. One more. Two um, more. All right. If you could time travel, would you rather time travel to the past or to the future? Mm. Past. Because I'm going to see the future eventually. Ooh. <laughs> Unless you go past your thought. lifetime. I'm going to say Yeah, future. but I'm going to live forever. Right. I'm going to say the future. You're going to say you'd rather go to the future if you could time travel. Go to the future and then come back. What about back. like X-Men, Days of Future Past? I'd like to go back to the future. <laughs> <laughs> Get back to, come on, to the Doc. future. That was, come on, Doc. that was a good one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'd probably go to the past. I'm with y'all. I like Where would the past. you go? Where would you go? 
Ooh. Didn't we talk where about this one when? time? I think we said in Bible times. Where would you go in Bible yeah. times? Yeah, in Bible yeah. times. Non-biblical <laughs> real ladies. <laughs> not spiritual guys, all right? It's not a spiritual podcast. Amen corner. It can't be about the Bible. can't be about the Bible. Okay. <laughs> where would you go in the past? Come back to me. Oh, my. Donathan? I'm, I thought <laughs> I thought that was like you said it like an event. Like, come back to me. Where would you go? When if was you that? Go to the past. If I was going to the past... What's your first thought? It's rapid fire. When <laughs> I don't know, but I reacted like a news. Okay, gotcha. I would love to see Muhammad Ali fight. Hmm. It's called YouTube. It's called YouTube. <laughs> I watch everything on YouTube. But he's a weirdo. Okay, continue. Muhammad give me your Ali? answer. I'll give a better answer. Give ooh, give a better answer. I'd like to go honestly, not be shot at, but I'd like to go like. And see an aerial view of D-Day mm. from the beaches of Normandy. Yeah, that would be awesome. But I don't want to be on the field. I'm too. I'm, I'm not. I couldn't. No. They dropped them gates. Wasn't like ten thousand people died that mm-hmm. day. Yeah. yeah, it was awful. Man. It's, yeah. But I, I was like thinking. See that I was actually Lord thinking is. Civil War, even farther back. I would like to be mm-hmm. maybe Antietam or something like that in the Civil War. Mm-hmm. But again. Aerial view. I don't want to be on the field. See, I think it'd be cool to be at Gettysburg. Mm-hmm. So oh, you know yeah. which you know if you like go. To, I've never been to Gettysburg, but I've been told this. If you go to Gettysburg and go up in the woods, you can find a mark to where the Southern troops had pushed the like the furthest line, and it was a North Carolina infantry. Yeah, I saw that on. Uh, Remember you know the why? Titans. I don't. Uh, what did you say? <laughs> I saw that on Remember the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, are you for real? <laughs> I was about to say that's not on that movie. They go to Gaysburg. Yeah, but they don't own that do that, line. do they? No, I don't know. They dr- they run through the woods. They, uh, I figured yeah. they passed it you somewhere. somewhere along the line. <laughs> Are you a Duke fan? Yeah. Then you ought to be kicked off this table for what you just said. Why? Because that is why it's called the University of Carolina, the Tar, Tar Heels. It has nothing to do with the Civil War. Yes, it does. Civil War? No. <laughs> Add 100 years. Or subtract 100 years. It was I mean, go War. back in time 100 years <laughs> <laughs> from the Civil War. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, the Tar Heels. Wasn't in the Civil War? No. Revolu- Revolutionary, Revolutionary War. War. I thought it was Civil War. So anyway, same thing. <laughs> is it? Is it now? Same guys. Same hey, thing. Hey guys, this is yeah. the guy that's teaching your kids. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kidding. it was a Revolutionary War. Yeah. I was thinking it was Civil War. See, that's where I was thinking. And it's not necessarily not a war reference. It's the pine tar. Oh, God. So it's not necessarily war. <laughs> Porcupine. <laughs> Be real. Now, but they say the they're talking about. That what it, that's what it came from. They put heels yeah. in, but that's not exactly where it Okay, so I've lost from. interest in this. Yeah, me too. Where would you well, go? I'm trying not to give a history lesson. I'm trying to let him catch on here. <laughs> where would I go? Yep. He's already said his. Go. I would, he only went another back place like 20, I, would, I would like to go? go. 40 I years. would love to see, like, Bible time period. But not necessarily a biblical battle, but like that time period, like how they fought. Mm, the I'd like to go to the Valley of Elah. I would love to go to the Valley of Elah, but I was trying to say not spiritual. But I would love or to watch. Love Here's something I think would be cool to watch. Ooh, okay. we just studied this. I want to see Eleazar fight. Eleazar, mm, yeah, one of fun. David's mighty men. Yeah, I want to see him kill 800 people with a spear. Yeah, that'd be. I love. Fun. I'm gonna go with this. I love that story. I love all the story of David's mighty men, but mm-hmm. I love the story of Samuel. I mean, Samuel going to Jesse's house. Yeah. And where 
He was the youngest. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He was the youngest. He wasn't he even was there. He was not supposed to even be in the conversation. Right. He wasn't. Right. That's even Jesse didn't even, he didn't even call him from the field. Right. Right. And he was still God in the field, yeah. don't look on the outward. Right. He looks on the inward. Mm-hmm. First Samuel and 16. And how, how old was he? I don't know. Do you know? I, I always say like 13, 15-ish is right around in there when he fought Goliath. Goliath. I, I, really, I think he I was can't like give you I can't give you a time either. You know? I was thinking no older than... 14. Yeah. I know he's not old. No. No. He's very young. And here's how I know that. He may be a teenager. I don't know his age. And maybe somebody that's a lot smarter than us could really give us an actual answer. Saul calls him. What are you? He says, what are you going to do? You're but a youth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When he goes down in the valley where Goliath is, Goliath mocks him. He said, you're but a youth. Twice. Yeah. They said that. And here's the deal. It happens a lot. But we kind of look over young people. Mm-hmm. Just like they did to mm-hmm. David. Saul did it. Goliath did it. But God is interested in young people. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yes. And I was, reading, I was reading something the other day uh, about young people and about the statistics in America. And, and they say this. I don't know if this is true. I really don't know if the place I read it was accurate. But he said 30, it was 31%. 31% of young people, that's like t- mid-20s and under, say that church is boring. That's mm-hmm. sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is sad. Because young people is vital. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a vital part. Average yep. church is boring, though. I would agree. Your average mm-hmm. church. Your average church is. Yeah. Our church is not, but you're right. Yeah. Right. We're not an average church. No. We're an above average church. Absolutely. Um, we strive to be above average. We talked about that. The Well, how do you keep Mediocrity. It? I think we talked about. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. yeah. I think we've actually talked in an episode. Maybe it was last season we talked about uh, getting young people involved, how to get mm-hmm. young people involved. But what? let me go on this route. What's the importance of it? How? How do you get it? Why is it important? Why is it important to have a youth ministry or a youth group? I mean, we could go in a hundred different ways. I'll but, let you run with it. Uh, <laughs> do you want pick, to talk? Pick one. Well, Usually, I got, like, on, I got plenty to say, but I'll let you says, run with it. One of us says, why don't you answer that? It's because we don't have anything to say. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Um, well, <laughs> to me, kidding, by the way. if you look at it, I put some statistics on here if I can find it. Hey, you said that right. No, I didn't put no statistics on here. Oh, he said it right again. <laughs> yeah. well, don't say it again. Statistics. <laughs> statistics. <laughs> you got it wrong. Um, we were so close. <laughs> well, we so we talked about this before on here a little bit one time last year about statistics. Mm-hmm. And and said that, talked about, this was done in September of 2020. Mm-hmm. Said that a new survey finds 60, 63% of U.S. teenagers ages 13 to 17 identifies Christian now, that Christian, that's that umbrella. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You All know, denominations. Every, every statistic you find, it's going to be an umbrella. The 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 Christian word's going to be an or the Christian Christianity in Right. Whole and it's, it's, it's going to be an umbrella that covers so right. many different I mean yeah. we don't there's people we don't even believe alike. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. So this is not even numbers that can be relevant, but at the same time, it says sixty three percent ages thirteen to seventeen identifies Christian. Right. I mean, I'd like to know what percentage of that is actually solid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't know if there's any, ever be a statistic if that ever. Who knows? Would do a survey. Well, you're talking about the umbrella of Christianity, and you're right. It is an umbrella, right? Because you've got Catholicism, Mormonism, Jehovah's Witness. You got tons of religions in the Christianity. Our psychotic cousins of the faith. <laughs> I would even a call stepchild. Them. <laughs> yeah, maybe a stepchild. But I don't even think they're. You're talking about all that religion. That involves contemporary churches. Yeah, mm-hmm. that involves yes. wow. I mean, way out there compared to what we People, are. Right, stuff we don't believe in. You and know, unfortunately, right. what I was going with that, where I was going with it, 
it's unfortunately a lot of young people are being swayed to that side. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's because churches in, like us, like faith, not all. I know a lot of good churches. I've been to a lot of them. And there's a lot of churches with a good youth group, but there's a lot of churches that don't have a youth group. That's right. Don't even have young people. Yeah. And it's because they have, and I don't want to sound mean like this, but they don't have anything to offer mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. That does sound bad, and I don't mean it. I hope you can. And even when they the do humility. offer something, they don't, their basis of what they build their youth group on is wrong. Yeah. Right. And that's why you see people, you see youth groups swaying towards contemporary and you see people leaving is because, and I'm not saying if you got a good youth group and it's established on everything that you're never going to lose a young person. Even in the greatest of churches with the greatest of youth leaders and the greatest of youth ministers and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you're still going to lose teenagers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that is the gut-wrenching, honest Reality. truth of yeah. being a youth pastor, being a youth director. Yeah. At some point, you're going to lose a young person, and you're going to see them for the last time walk out the door. Yeah. And that, it's like getting stabbed in the heart. Oh, yeah. But it's a whole lot less when you establish it on the right principles and the right things, and you build your youth ministry around certain things, and then your youth group will follow after that. Mm -hmm. I've heard a a lot of preachers say, you know, I mean, fundamental – Bible-believing preachers say, well, what do you do for the youth? Or what do you do for the youth on Wednesday? Well, preaching. What do you do for what do you do for with preaching? They just like, we just give them preaching, give them preaching, which they need preaching. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely. They need preaching. But you got to give it to them correctly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. you got to give it to them right. And if, you know, if they, like, we've got ours sitting on the front row. Mm-hmm. You'll do the same it. thing, I believe. Most you just of them do. set them up on the front row. And, I mean, they're going to get some, but I've seen them. I sit right there, and I look at them every once in a while, and you see them, too. Sometimes they're just like, mm-hmm. I mean, and the preaching's good, but they're just, I don't know, they're not in it. And you kind of mm-hmm. got to present it to them correctly. you got to mm-hmm. get them involved in it. We you have do. on Wednesday night, mm-hmm. uh, Mount, we all got Mount Movers. Mount Movers for the Calvary's teenagers, kids. Calvary's yeah. kids for the younger. And, I mean, we have, y'all have. Mm-hmm. Uh, what y'all call it? The we got church. Discovery Bible Club Discovery, on Wednesday nights and, yeah. and in youth church on Sunday morning. And I'm for all that. Man, mm-hmm. I'm for it. But a lot of times on Wednesday nights, if it gets good up here, hey, look, mm-hmm. we ain't we ain't got to send the young people down. Mm-hmm. Somewhere. You know, well, we see, don't now, split we start, ours. See, right. we start our, the way we do ours is on Sunday morning when they come out of Sunday school, they come straight to us. Right. Yeah, we right. give them a little snack, and then we go straight. Yes. We have a part in our fellowship, Paul. I've told the youngins. I think adult class need to have the snack. Not <laughs> yeah, just, I, so, agree. I mean, yeah. anyway. We, they, we got a spot in the fellowship, Paul, that when they cross it, they're stepping into our quote unquote sanctuary. Sanctuary. Yeah. And we make it, we, we put a different presence on that than with mm-hmm. the snack time. Oh, and, yeah. Sure. And oh, I love it. On, on Sunday night, which, I mean, it's sure. kind of hard. Once we get our new fellowship, mm-hmm. Paul, fellowship Paul built, mm-hmm. uh, Lord willing, room. we're going to have more room. We're going to be able to do a little bit more stuff and yeah. be able to have an exact dedicated area, hopefully, to be able to to say this is our sanctuary part and we can stay away from that yeah. during games and stuff yeah. like that but um you're, you're asking what the importance of it is the importance of it is is to keep them in church keep yeah. them get them excited you know like you said give it to them on their level there's one mm-hmm. thing that 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 i've noticed if you go in and 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 a lot of times we underestimate our kids mm-hmm. we come in with an with an with a kindergarten level outline yeah for kids that really outperform. I mean, they know a whole lot more than we give them credit for. Yeah. We don't yeah, challenge sure. them enough. We challenge them their first couple of Bible verses. Yeah, you memorize these Bible verses, and they'll they'll do it. And then we're like, well, then we back it down. It's like we almost pull the reins back. Mm-mm. And when we, when we should just keep the pedal down yeah. and, oh, yeah. and keep challenging them. Yeah. They're not going to challenge themselves until someone right. challenges them. The greatest thing <laughs> as far as like dealing with young people is like how we have mountain movers and we have kids clubs. Kids club is for 
kids that are like 11, 10, and under, mm-hmm. and then mount movers for the older kids. The way you deal with those younger kids and the way that you deal with those older kids are completely different. Oh, yeah. And like with the kid, the kids club, we keep them around. We keep them entertained. We keep them having fun by like games, having snacks, having coloring things, decorating the room, all that kind of right. stuff. The way you get teenagers involved is simply being there. Right. It's availability. You call them up randomly. Like there's a couple of teenagers coming to our house tonight just because just because right. and they're around and teenagers are <laughs> i tell them when i teach in high school that high school kids are the hardest to teach to begin with but the fun is to teach once you build that connection yeah because when you first start teaching them they know words they're older kids they're smart now and so they're going to pick you apart but once you get that connection going mm-hmm. they're the best oh, because oh, yeah. you have so much more fun with them and they once you get that taste for the word of God, that taste for the Bible, that taste for church in them, they love it. Oh, but yeah. with dealing with those kids, you have with teenagers, you have to be there. Yeah, you have to be around mm-hmm. and build that connection with them. Oh yeah, I think a lot of times uh, young people in the churches get the leftovers. Mm-hmm. Like we put so much into our service, so much yeah. into singing, so much into preaching, so much into this and that. It's just whatever we what got we left. have left now. Who would like to work with the young people? Or mm-hmm. and it's always I see that all the time. It's like it's just the leftovers. Yeah. And the the young young people have to be a priority. That's right. Mm-hmm. They have to be a priority. I'll say I'll say like this. I was thinking about this a second ago when I said that. Let me let me say something about this. You remember I said that? A few <laughs> oh, yeah. This is what I thought about. We talked about this not too long ago on our, on here on the podcast. We talked about how there's a group of people that is very hard to keep in church right now, yeah. and it's that group from about twenty to thirty-five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like there's a gap right now in our churches. Now in our church, mm-hmm. we got a, we got a quite a few, and y'all got yeah. quite a few. Mm-hmm. But there's a gap there. There is a gap, mm-hmm. and you know what I think it is. And I was I was getting some water out of the water fountain. I thought about this. We stopped talking about this episode, and it's because in the last twenty years, that's that exactly we've let down on the youth ministry. Yep. Mm-hmm. We've not worked with them like we shouldn't. My age. Now again, it's not my my youth group I grew up grew up in was unbelievable. Best one right. I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Best youth group I've ever seen. I got to grow up into that. But a lot of people, the majority of people didn't get to grow up in that and it it affected them. It hurt them. That's how many I was. I was one. Yeah. I was a youth group of one for mm-hmm. a long, yeah. long time. At the end there when I was like eight, eighteen there was a few, you know. Yeah. But that well, was when I come here, it was me, and Lydia, and one other teenage boy. Yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of churches get the misconception that just because you don't have a youth group doesn't mean you don't have a youth ministry. That's right. Right. Yeah. A, a youth ministry and youth group. We was talking about a little while ago. A youth ministry and a youth group are two totally different things. Oh, I agree. They, they feed off each they other and they run hand other. in hand. But with a youth group, uh, a youth group is based on size on how many you got in it. That's how you judge your youth group. But a youth ministry is built on somebody with a drive, right. somebody with a passion. Three things are vital in building a youth ministry and building a youth group. Number one, the Bible, of course. It's what we base everything off of. But number two, you have to have a single person or a couple whose whole heart and soul is invested in young people. Mm-hmm. The, the world's worst thing that you can do for a youth ministry is to put somebody in youth ministry that don't have a heart for youth ministry. Right. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> any, any ministry. Right. I mean, right. and, and it's, be the nursing home ministry. Yeah. And it's very obvious. Like, it's not like, oh, well, I think they might be good with. No, no. If you're not good with young people and you don't have a heart for youth ministry, it sticks out like a sore thumb. It's oh, yeah. very evident. Mm-hmm. And so you have to have that, that consistently. Those people, the youth leaders or the youth pastor or the youth 
couple, the leader, those are the ones that are always there. Those are the ones that at youth camp, they're going to be ones staying up till two or three o'clock in the morning. They're the ones that are going to be there every event, every outing, every this, because that consistency for like teenagers, Mm -hmm. it's vital. It has to be there. Oh yeah. And then you have under that, you have the workers, people that still have the same drive. They still love young people, but they're, they're not, always there right that's okay because a youth ministry has to be built out before you can build it up Mm -hmm. like in our church we have a bunch 10 (laughs) workers yeah like they go with now could me and miss lydia and maybe one other couple handle all the young people sure but the goal is to build it to an extent to where we need those 10 other workers oh yeah but you have to have it's based on the bible then you have to have a soul group or a soul person who is that's their person that that's the one they go to. That's the one that they love. That's the one that they're always around. And then you have the workers that are there that they still have a connection with. They still love, but they're there. Mm-hmm. And oh. and it'll it'll grow. So I'm gonna back up a little bit and go back to what we were talking about that age group from 18, sure. 18 to thirty five. <laughs> um, I feel like I just went on a soapbox and you're like, no, no, it's good. <laughs> no, you're right though. You're everything you said was right. It's not that we're downplaying. It was exactly right. Mm-hmm. But. Um, Talking about that importance of it is what happens is and this is what we've we've what I've been working on this year and trying. That's where my focus has been. Is we go and we have a we have a newborn and they go to the nursery, and then when they come out of the nursery and they're old enough to go to youth church, they get dumped into youth church. Here's your snack. All right, now now you got all the sugar. Yeah. Stop a minute and come over here and sit down and let's listen in church. <laughs> so we've created a transition class where we got a three year old group. Now we got one lady. It's a different lady each week. She comes in, and, and she works with our three-year-olds, and ultim- ultimately the goal is, now she doesn't do this every week, but ultimately the goal is to teach that three-year-old how to be in youth church. And then we go to our youth church, which is four to 11-year-old. You take them, and now my goal, and what I want to do is teach them how to be in church, get them excited about a Sunday morning service, about an outline, sure. about a preacher that's put, put their heart and soul into a message and, and trying to give them what the Lord wants and, and, and being, um, what's the word, um, reactive in the service, you know, move, being being yeah. on involved, spot, in involved. That's the word I was looking yeah. for. Being involved in the service and, and teaching them that way, and then when hopefully when they become they get put in the teenage group, now they've got a little bit of a of a base mm-hmm. to sure. how to act in church, but yet they still need that little bit of right. coming out of church right. and having yeah. these fun activities and having these things that draw them. But then here's what something we do: once they turn eighteen, nineteen years old, we dump them right back out in the world and. We don't do nothing with them, right? You know, we don't we don't guide them to that next step, mm-hmm. and that's there's a, where there's a lot of them. I think y'all college and career. We got a college and career yeah. group, and that's that's, that's catching helping. that group right there. I, I think it helps. Yeah, um, it's oh, sure. Uh, I, I, but I still see other. You know, you still see that out there. I mean, mm-hmm. we're just we can only hit so many people. You know, mm-hmm. there's still people's got to get that desire to keep them in, and that's oh, what's yeah. gonna that's what's gonna take takes the church. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that's why like. With just the same with the kids club, we treat them differently, act differently with them than the mountain movers. They're different with them. Exactly. They're like you're training the 18, them. 19 year old. That becomes a different stage all in itself mm-hmm. because they're more or less how you treat them and how you act around them. They're more or less like they become your helpers. Was, that's what I was getting ready to say. You start to like give them, hey, hey, can you help me do this? Mm-hmm. Can you help me? Go blow leaves. Can you help me stack chairs? Mm-hmm. Different stuff like that. And then you develop almost a bond, like a friendship with those teenagers that when they become 19, 20, 21, they don't go out in the world because all their friends are in church. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, you, so, you, give them, you give them a job as, in that youth group mm-hmm. as, as, a, as a helper in that youth group, as a, as a leader in yep. that. Mm-hmm. And then they have that responsibility. Exactly. 
Yeah. That's how you keep them in there. But the importance Time of it, you're down. exactly right. It's keeping them in. That's <laughs> how you keep somebody in give church and give, give them a job. Give them a, there, I was fixing to say, give them a responsibility. Exactly. And that'll, that'll help. I mean, I, I think it'll help. So, if yeah. they're already faithful. If yes, they're already right. faithful. But yeah. to, to, talk, to go back to the importance of the youth ministry, we've answered, we've talked about it. I want to hear y'all's standpoint on it. You're a, you're a youth, like, I can I say one last thing? Minister. <laughs> you know, I guess you could say, or a, I don't know what to say. A, Are you a youth minister? A youth. <laughs> You love kids just, just, just keep, as much just as we do. Going. I'm enjoying listening. Uh, you, <laughs> um, 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 um. Yeah, just keep digging with that show. But <laughs> and from y'all's viewpoint of it, I mean, we've said a lot. I'm so. a missionary. Missionary. That's the word I kept looking for. It wasn't coming. It was searching. He's a youth missionary. I was going globe. Global. Global. What's the word? You're a globe, Jeremiah. <laughs> globe. What was you going to say? Big and round. The importance of youth ministry is this. Simply, show me a church that doesn't have a youth group or don't have young people. And I'll show you a church that has no future. That's right. That's the truth. I mean, that's that's the importance of youth ministry. That's kind of I was thinking about maybe the after the Amen Corner going into that. I had some topic on that. Yeah, if you wanted to do it, we'll talk to it then. Oh wait, the after the Amen Corner. For those of you that haven't listened to the after the Amen Corner on the podcast, you're missing out, y'all. You are on YouTube. On YouTube, if you're watching on YouTube, you need to go to the <laughs> podcast. There's a link in the description below. Go click on it. I'll see you at the after the Amen Corner. But how we're going to continue the YouTube. How do you know that there's a link in the description? Because our editor is, the, he's a boss. He's the best. <laughs> he's the best. He's the best him, around. We pay him so much oh, money. Oh, yeah, I know. I get, I'm telling you. Comes in loads. That's why he has a better mic stand. <laughs> exactly. That mic stand like, costs see? like 10 more dollars than what ours does. <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, it costs free. Exactly. So it did cost 10 it more did. dollars. It yeah. probably cost more than it's that. It's a $10 mic stand. So look at that, $10 more. <laughs> yeah. I told you. Uh, actually, I like no. I'm a. I like my mic stand better. It's more durable. But here's the deal. I think the, he just likes being different. He does. I am different. I stand out. Uh, well, well, on the standing youth out and being different is different. If you're different, you'll stand <laughs> out. <laughs> Sorry, if you stand I out. You're to. different. I think it's the same thing. It's different, <laughs> but the same. <laughs> Try to say something. You're an we'll idiot. Be different. Let's be different. For y'all on the podcast, he just turned his microphone backwards. Yeah. I couldn't hear you in my headphones. I he he pulled his spit thing off. That, so. It's not a spit thing. It is too. It's a popper. Go so ahead. here's the deal. Back at the young people. Uh, it's important. Yes. <laughs> yes. Good. I'm just Good kidding. answer. Good um, answer. Good answer. Yeah, go back to it's Family Feud. It's up there. It's, it's up there. It's up there, Steve. Um, but honestly, to sound... I don't want to sound dumb, but it is so important for your church to be focused on young people. Yes. Um, and, it, and it goes back to what y'all were just saying. I remember when I was a kid, I'll say what I said a second ago, I had the best group, youth group growing up. It was awesome. There's 60 to 75 of us, and I, will, I have so many good memories from my ch- my teenage years, early teenage years, and my childhood um, from that youth group. We used to do things together, like you were talking about, Brother Nathan, about uh, putting them to work. We used to go and work together. Or the, it was an old lady's yard needed to be fixed, weeds need pulled. I remember a bunch of times we used to do that, uh, mm-hmm. going to the nursing homes and singing and somebody, somebody preaching. And all the time, going to a church service that yeah. was right up the road. We never stopped. We were always doing something together. And if I could give you some advice, working with young people, since Brother Heath pointed that out, get them – you don't want to just build a relationship as the youth director to the young person. You want right. to build a relationship from young person to young person. Yep. And that is what's going to help them stay in church. Second, most important relationship is those young people 
to young people. I don't yeah. know if yep. it's a tie. Young people to young people, young people to youth director. It's right there together. Right. First of all, I mean, duh. I mean, we ain't really said this. Most important relationship is them in Christ. So you're saying right. they need to be right. saved. I mean, they gotta be. They gotta be in a relationship with the Lord Jesus. Yeah. If they're not exactly. saved, then you can't expect them to right. stick in church once right. they get the freedom to do what they want to do. They're right. not going to. Uh, well, see, when they get to that eighteen to thirty-five range, they're in college. Mm. They're going to have more mentors so, coming their well, way. Well, they're so busy with everything else. Mm-hmm. Church is not going to be a priority because exactly. it's not a priority in here. Right. Once you make right. it a priority here, right. But what I was saying a, about the young person, young person relationship, that's so is is vital. And that's yep. what I remember so much about my childhood is I had not just friends, but it's like I had, I only had church friends. I didn't have friends out of church. Right. Like it or lump with that one. I just didn't. And I was homeschooled. My whole life was a church. I get it. Some people can't do that. Yeah. But I wouldn't trade that for the whole world. Right. I wouldn't trade it. That's I think that's why I'm where I am right now is because of that. I didn't have outside influences mm-hmm. to influence me into the world. Yep. I didn't have that. Right. And I wish I could give my mom and dad a million dollars for that because that's why I'm where I am is because of the influences they put in my life. That's so important for your young people and yep. your children. Right. Do not, do not, do not let them get influenced with the people in the world. That's right. right. How I'm just I, I hate to say it, but how dumb do you have to be? To let the number one influences in your child's yep. life be someone that's not in church. It's the truth. To go back. There's my soapbox, Brother Jonathan. There and you go. the only uh, way you do that is having activities for them. Right. And it goes that back to the youth together. ministry, the youth mm-hmm. group. Yeah. It goes back to that. And can I say something bad that I may get crucified <laughs> no, for? don't say bad. <laughs> not everything that your youth group does has to be spiritual. No, no. No, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> just like what I was just saying. Just do something <laughs> with them. Whether it's go bowling or have yeah. a hot dog. Somebody supper. may crucify me that. Right. That. I think oh, it's the truth. Have a, I think you should do something along. I think you should have a devotion at some point. You, know? you can. Now, right. go watch The Grinch. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to do every time. But, right. Exactly. Miss Lydia is going to disagree with you on that one. She's told I'm, me before. She's like, I don't know why we always have to have a devotional. Why can't we just go do something fun? No, I, right. I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, th- There's a balance. And here's it the goes deal. back to what yeah. we here's talked the deal. about. Yeah. If you have the right type of youth group at some point through that night, mm-hmm. through that day, exactly it will come to It'll that come point. Out. It will. It's a full circle. Honey. Like, like for example, we was in Pigeon Forge just having a blast, just oh, having a ball yeah. with our youth group. Oh, yeah. And... <laughs> Shooting so <laughs> we was playing busting car windows. A, a <laughs> we dumb, didn't bust car windows. Dumb game. We played from eleven o'clock to like three o'clock in the morning. This game. Try not to laugh. It's called try not to laugh. We had twenty young people in one <laughs> you would room. Never make it. I would lose <laughs> one room. And you would early. go around and like this person. Both dangerous and inconvenient. But I <laughs> <laughs> they would either quote a movie quote or say something. And when you first start off, it's like, oh, that's stupid. But like the longer you're in there longer and you you're thinking your laugh. about trying not to laugh, it, it's the greatest thing. Anyway, so Chris was, was asleep being, during all yeah, this. Yes, he was. Seven rooms down the hall. Yeah. We was being dumb for like three hours. Well, when most of them went to bed, because we got in trouble, when most of them went to bed, <laughs> there was about six of them left. And just somehow it got brought up about like the book of Revelation. Mm-hmm. And they started asking questions about well, what's the rapture going to be like. Well, what, what's the what's the difference between like the Buddhists and the Hindus and us? What what's and they started asking questions and because that's what happens right. because they know you as their youth pastor. Their that youth one leader. that was just playing. With they them. know you as that one, but they built that relationship with you because yep. you've laughed and joked with them and everything to where they feel open to ask you stuff that maybe they don't feel comfortable to ask their mom and dad. Oh yeah. And so, and thank God they're asking you instead of asking somebody in the world. That's right. And that's what the you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. I, go, I mean, what we just said goes hand in hand. Exactly. exactly. It and does. it all goes back to balance, too. You yes. know, having a balance of everything. 
It does. It, like, it's understanding that just be, just because one specific event that you got together with didn't have a devotion doesn't mean that the basis of your youth exactly. group is not the Bible. Yes, right. it's not the Bible. Right. Exactly. You can still base like it on the if Bible. You, now, once again, if everything that you do has nothing to do with the Bible, then you need to get your heart right. That's exactly. right. <laughs> and balance, just because guys. you're not going to church with them right. doesn't mean you're not acting Christian. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You still have to be a don't example. lose your morals. Yes, it still has to be yeah. based on principles from God's word. But exactly. you don't have to. Th- Got a good clean fun. Right. 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 Like y'all went bowling. There. Y'all went bowling after we beat um, right. Amazing Grace. At in the, the oh yeah, bowl. yeah. At the yeah. quiz bowl. Yeah. 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 And y'all just got all oh, used well, together. We, we got, got the trophy. When we got and that the trophy. Yeah, sitting over there. Yeah. I actually oh, saw it just a minute ago. Yeah. Yeah. They're not even proud of it. It's identical. We were right here. Different month. We moved over there. I like it. But yeah, I mean, y'all went bowling. I mean, and. My Blake, he he went and hung out with some friends. Blake killed it that night too. Yeah, the, Blake was killing the younger kids. <laughs> oh, bowling! Yeah, I looked oh, I over. Oh, about the Bible. <laughs> oh no, I wasn't even talking about that. No, I looked over because he was bowling in the lane beside us, and he was bowling like three or four other kids his age. And I looked over, and like one kid had like a sixty-three, one kid had like a fifty-four, one kid had like an eighty-two. Blake had like a hundred and forty-seven, and I'm yeah. like, <laughs> he's killing them. Yep. But he he went he went with some friends I think the day before mm-hmm. that live close by, and this that and other and they were you know and we were talking to them later like oh what'd you do they play football they play this that and other it was like two of them I knew one of them I didn't mm-hmm. hadn't met them before and we're like we know does so and so do they talk nice mm-hmm. and he was like uh it was like okay that's a no and this that and other and you know we were I was pleased to send them off with y'all right mm-hmm. you know we didn't go we've been working. And I was like, I didn't have a problem going with youth group. Didn't bother me one bit. I was worried the whole time he was over there playing football because right. I didn't know what he was hearing, didn't know what he needed yeah. that and other. Yeah. But, you know, that's life. You, yeah. you, yep. But you can kind of control who yeah. your kids hang out with. And I'd much rather be with the youth group a hundred oh, times yeah. more than anybody else that's in the exactly world. exactly right. right. I think we've spit out so much stuff. I hope that those that are listening to this – Make something out of it. Yeah. Oh, I know. I Absolutely. agree. I feel like we're, we we're not that place. We're, we're kind not of, coming from nobody's standpoint. an expert either. Yeah. No. no. We're not because here's be here's the thing. If you work with young people any amount of time, you'll learn that just because it worked for this group does not mean three years exactly. down the road it's going to work for this group. Oh, exactly. exactly. Like, at our fall festival, we had twenty twenty two games set up at our fall festival, like with like the playground, all that kind of stuff, and these kids were playing basketball. Yeah. We had boosts. Everywhere we had a petting zoo, we had an obstacle course, we, we had a had pig on the loose, a pig on the loose. Yeah. You know what the kids Twice. were doing? They were playing, playing knockout. Okay. Yeah, twenty of them were playing knockout, and I'm like, I'm done. I, I have no idea what young people yeah. want to do. <laughs> <laughs> All this time and effort though. we put forward, and the basketball's been there the whole time. <laughs> this is true. Basketball's been there every single service, every single day. You can go play basketball whenever you want to, but they choose fall festival. That's when they want to we do. Played football too. It's whatever they want. Yeah, I won. Uh, it's great. I had to pick six. Because I wasn't playing. I was eating. Oh, please. I was Look, dying of hard. We, we already had this we conversation, had conversation about volleyball. We've had this about volleyball. Oh, we did. And we destroyed y'all. Oh. We did. With, like, oh. We don't practice. Oh, no, 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 no. We don't, we don't either. Dude, oh, I'm morbidly obese. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I practice. But I don't here he is. I we can't. beat you three nothing. 
three nuts. Three games. Uh, it was two to it was no, two it was two to one. Two to, two one. to, two one. to one. That's right. Two to one. We played best out of three, and it was getting dark. So we oh yeah, quit. best oh, yeah. best out of three. Really, really <laughs> yes. dark. Okay, yeah, and we had to quit. We were just starting to warm up. No, yeah. it was real. No, we won the first game, didn't we? Or did y'all win the first game? Y'all won. We won the first game. I thought we won the first game, then y'all won the last two. Yeah. Y'all won the second game, and then we won the third one. Yeah, Heath. Here's the thing: you tend to get your facts mixed up. <laughs> and this was after we played Kachabi Can Can. About died. Yeah. I threw. I would Landon not recommend that game. game. Okay. That was a fun. Was game. you out there when I threw Landon over the trash? I was out there the whole time. Yeah, I still Landon ain't replaced that trash can. It's still sitting up there broke. That's funny. It was funny. After the Amen Corner, what are we doing there? I don't know. Come we'll check it out know. on the podcast. Yep. Yeah. Thank you for watching this week at YouTube. On YouTube, I don't think you can go to like actual location. You probably can. They have a location. Let us know if you can go to YouTube. It's not around here. I don't think. But I would bet a lot of money. It's not around here. It's probably somewhere in Silicon Valley. I don't even know what you just said. I thought that's what you put around windows. Silicon Valley. No, that's no. Silicon. Oh. Yes, silicone. Oh. silicon. Silicon. I thought that's what you put around the mold. Okay. <laughs> anyway. All right. We'll see y'all at the, at the after the Amen Corner or the post Amen Corner <laughs> go show. Ahead, go ahead, beauty baby. We're gonna see y'all. That's all, folks. We're gonna see y'all at the pack. At the pack. The post Amen Corner. Post Amen Corner. Amen. The pack. Come see us at the PAC. I like it. The PAC. The PAC. I like the pack. What do you think about that? I like the pack. It's better than anything else we've said. Yeah, I agree. So far, true. Aftershock? That's pretty great. It has no, nothing to do with the MN corner. Right. Okay, come see us at the Pac-12. <laughs> <laughs> 12 minutes after the MN corner. The Pac-12. I, we would be. We'd be, for 12 I'm in we'd be SEC. Thing. We're that good. See y'all next week. Yep. So here hey, we are. I kind of like the Pac. We're I can't at the Pac. breathe. We're called the Pac-10. Hey, Didn't Pac, have a 10 minutes. Pack four. Oh, pack hey, hey, Pac men and women. The Pac-10. Yeah, but then we're going to have an SEC reference somewhere because I thought they were Pac-12. I thought no, it's the Pac-10. Oh, is it the Pac-10? I don't know. I don't there's know. a Pac-12 too, ain't there? It's a Pac-10 conference. <laughs> I think there's a there's some type of 12 too. The big, the big 12. Is that what it is? The Final Four. No, it's the, it's the Pac-10. Pac-12 is not something we reference on. No, the that's, a 12 pack. Yeah. that's a 12 pack. That's a 12 pack. That's what I got. That's a Mountain Dew. That's just what I got. It's a 12 pack of fat. Yeah, he, you ain't kidding anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying I uh, I don't have fat? No, honey, oh, that's a whole keg. A whole lot of the- <laughs> oh, man. Important to youth ministry. Yeah. Chris, what was well, you going to say? Youth ministry is important. Donathan mentioned it Very. during it. He was talking about the life of the church. He was talking about, you know, the, if you don't have youth ministry, your church is dying. And it's in a couple of different ways because everybody gets old, yep. they die. And if you don't have a younger generation coming in behind them, then your church is not going to make it. And there's a lot of churches these days shutting the doors because they don't have many people coming. They don't have the attendance that they have. Right. But the spiritual life. The atmosphere. Is there, too. Uh, we were talking about it on Polo. Me and you both been to a church. And it wasn't a dead church, by no means. No. You had liberty to preach. Good liberty. I had good liberty to preach. But the atmosphere was not there because when I first went in, we showed up. as about halfway through Sunday school, and I snuck in the back door. And there was everybody was 50 or over. And I thought, well, all the kids are downstairs in Sunday school. And I said, they'll come up. And nobody came up. And I thought, there's nobody under 50 coming up here to be in this service. Exactly. And it was. It was like, it was okay. It just mm-hmm. wasn't there. And I think you, you had a similar. You had yeah, back- I got to preach there two Sundays in a row. Yeah. And uh, the second Sunday, the first Sunday was just like yours. There was nobody there, like 50. Yeah. I mean, there may have been some people there in their 40s, but they were upper 40s. And, Go ahead. Uh, I read his lips. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. But anyway, 
the second Sunday, and it was great liberty, but you know the atmosphere of the service yeah. was yeah. not there. Well, the second Sunday I preached, uh, when I got when I made my way up to the platform, the door opens and some kids come in, and I'm here to tell you it changed. Yeah, everything in that church changed. Yep. It, the the liberty went up a notch, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. The excitement of the service went up a notch. There was a little bit. There was a couple more amens that week than there was a second week. Yeah, and the kids, the kids make the atmosphere of a service. They and not, they all wasn't. They might have not all have been saved, or they wouldn't. But it just having the kids in Half the service. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, but they help the they help the adults. Yeah. Well, Jesus. I mean, even in the Bible, it goes to great lengths to reference and to point out young people. Jesus said, "Forsake not the little ones." Mm-hmm. Then you have. The three Hebrew boys in the fire. They were young people. Zach was they, a wee little man. When they went and took them from Jerusalem, when they took them from Judah, when Nebuchadnezzar came there, he took the young people. That's he right. didn't take the adults. He took 16 to 18-year-olds. Yes. Yeah. And then, I mean, Zacchaeus was small. Daniel was young. Josiah was young. The David. underdog. I mean, all of it is based around, like, young people. Yeah. And, I mean, it, every... Major revival I've ever been a part of or seen started with a group of young people that got on fire. Oh, yeah. That's exactly right. Absolutely. And that's every revival in history. Yeah. That you can find. Yep. 2014, 2016, 2017, all of them were based off of the Great Awakenings. Yeah. Each Great Awakenings was was from young people. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And and so the importance of youth ministry, it's it's the young people of the life of your church. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No matter where you are, whether you're... And you may say, well, Brother Jonathan, I'm not the pastor. I can't control that. Yeah, you can. When I'm sitting in church, if I see a teenager walk into my church, I'm going to talk to that teenager. Exactly. Because I'm the teenage Sunday school teacher. I'm going to invite them to Sunday school. Yeah. If I see any other kid, I'm going to talk to them. I'm going to talk to their names. Like... (laughs) I've seen you after church. They, there's some that come and they don't come to Sunday school. Mm-hmm. And you see them in the foyer and be like, hey, you know what I'd love for you mm-hmm. to come to Sunday school Sunday exactly <laughs> right. mm-hmm. That's exactly right. I'll text them. I'll, and even it's to the point now where when Brother Jeremy is cutting off the service, not cutting off the service, when he is wrapping up invitation, I go to the back doors because most of the time the ones that didn't come to Sunday school sit in the back. And so I want to catch them before they leave. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. It's important of your church, but it's also it's the longevity of your church. Absolutely, oh, yeah. your church Absolutely. will not last if you don't have young people. You got those. You got those older backlogs. Mm-hmm. You know, not a backlog like yeah. bad backlog, but a backlog. The ones that are the ones that are steady, the ones that are there, they've been there. You got those, and then you got the thirty to fifty range. Yep. Those are the ones that work. They they're the ones that do a lot in the church mm-hmm. as far as the work in the church and teaching Sunday school and this, that, and the other. But that, that 18 to 30 range, that's the ones the that energy. are, they're, yeah, they're, oh. they're the hard ones to get. You know, we were just talking about that. Mm-hmm. But then them younger ones, that teenage group, that's that life of the, uh, that's the life of the church. And, <laughs> but, you know, you got to have them. If you don't have yeah. them, you know, all you have is those older backlogs. You might have a lot of strong spiritual people in your church. But you're not extending it. But you gotta have the little sticks to kindle the fire. Exactly. Here's the deal about ministry. And I think we'll probably end it like this. I'm Here's at, the by the way, I was, I was going for about seven minutes on that one. Uh, the youth ministry is life. It's the life or death of your church. If you want to know your church is, it's so important. It's life or death. And to me, uh, it's that important for your church. It's also the longevity of your church, and it's the life of your church. Life and death. I know that sounds the same, but it's not. It's the life, mm-hmm. the energy. Yeah, and yep. it, it's so important. You got, it's an, so, you got another it's just, L alliteration there. I couldn't figure out one either. 
That's what I've been thinking on. Anyway, for what? Life, life longevity, life or death. Life or death. That's it. That's what I was, it means. It's important. I was thinking of another one, maybe. If you had another one. Who oh. knows? Right. I mean, it's just the same. I mean, Lithuanian. Same thing. If you don't have any legitimacy. If you want to get, <laughs> like, money-wise, if you don't have, if your paycheck cuts off, how long does it last before you run out of money? Just the same thing with young people. If you don't have young people coming in, that newer life coming in, mm-hmm. there's going to come a point where your church runs out of life. It runs out of no energy. It's true. Anyway. We yep. hope y'all enjoyed it. Hope y'all had a great, great Thanksgiving. Share it with somebody. Hey, send, post a picture of a turkey and comment the Amen Corner. <laughs> That's what we want to see. <laughs> yeah, I bet. The carcass of the turkey because you, nobody's got the whole turkey anymore. No, just just a picture of a Christmas turkey. I mean, Thanksgiving turkey. Thanksgiving. Christmas ham, Thanksgiving turkey. Well, we had ham and turkey. Oh. We're going back to food. We started with food and we're ending with food. We're with food. Overachievers. We, we have ham and turkey. Fatties. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Thank y'all for watching the Amen Corner, listening to it on the podcast, and uh, we'll see y'all next week. Amen. Deuces.